Get ready to tune into stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career, and their communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood Podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Scott again with your podcast, Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to be chatting with Scott Hardiman. He is a confidence and mindset coach for men. I was attracted to his content on Instagram and have been really impressed with uh, what he is putting out there. So I reached out to him and I can't wait for you guys to hear from him. But first, some really important things, and I'll be quick because I don't know you don't want to hear all of it, but it's really important. Number one, we have a massive event coming up in September. If you live in the uh, North America space, you got to make it. If you don't, then maybe you should make it anyway. Uh, it's going to be in September. The only way that you're going to find out about that and be the first to find out about it is to get on our email list. We will not spam you, I promise. Brotherhoodoffatherhood.com forward slash events. It's that easy. Brotherhoodfatherhood. There's no of.com forward slash events. Put your, your email and your name in there. And we'll be make sure you're the first to know the details of that event. It is turning out to be a ridiculously spectacular lineup. It's going to be an amazing time. And so uh, that's 9-11 weekend. So we'll have some events around that as well. Uh, and then I want to give a super shout out to one of my sponsors, Loam Coffee. Uh, drink coffee, do good. They are an amazing company in the Pacific Northwest where I'm from. They brew amazing coffee. Uh, and they send it to me. And it's really good. And I keep asking them for more because it's amazing. And it's it's kind of a mountain bike brand. It's kind of based around the biking scene, but uh, the coffee is ridiculously good. So you're not into biking, it doesn't matter. But what they do is they take some of the proceeds and they reinvest it back into um, some other communities that could use it, some third world countries. Uh, they're doing a lot of good with their brand. So I highly, highly recommend them. I'm going to do a giveaway here soon. So be on the lookout. If you're not in the Brotherhood of Fatherhood group, jump in there because that's where I'm going to do it. So that's Facebook, Brotherhood of Fatherhood and apply to get in there. You can put your email in that way as well uh, So to get on our email list. So uh, through all of that, welcome, Scott. It's really nice to have you on. Hey, man. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. First yeah. of all, thank you. My pleasure. It's fun. I love talking to guys that um, just seem to have some things figured out and have a lot to offer for uh, other humans in general, but men in particular. So uh, let's, uh, let's dive in. Um, and uh, you are not in the U.S. No, no, I'm in the U.K. In the U.K., <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like we were just saying before we jumped on. It's yes, half five in the evening here, so uh, it's dark. It's wind, very, very windy today. It's gloomy, um, but yeah, in the U.K. Yeah, is it usually kind of like gray skies through most of the summer or winter there? Yeah, it's not pleasant. I mean, we've had a couple of nice days recently. I mean, it, you would when you come to the UK, you speak to someone in the UK. Most of the thing, the, the main thing we talk about is the weather because yeah. it's pretty shocking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I have a, I have a few friends in the UK, and they post a lot of pictures, and I'm like, hmm, reminds me of Oregon growing up, where it's just like gray a lot. And when it, it, the same amount of rain that I get in Texas, people are surprised. Like, I moved to Texas, I have sun all the time, but it, when it rains here, it pours. When it rains in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> like rains all day. It's like we have like 40 different names for rain. There's drivel, there's uh there's mist, there's you know do you is that kind of how it is there? Does it rain a lot and is it kind of like consistent? Well, the rain used it used to rain a lot 
but I, I'll be honest now, it's just a, a mixed bag of wind, rain, um, drizzle, as you, <laughs> as you say. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not too pleasant, but it, well, what, what is it? February now, uh, nearly the end of Feb. So, uh, we should be hopefully getting a, a, a bit nicer weather in the next couple of months. We're just fingers crossed for that. Yeah. Well, I'll make my shirt. My, I'll make my way to the UK eventually. One of these days, yeah. I've got a lot of travel ideas and uh, that's one of them because I do have a lot of friends there and uh, you can't, you can't let friends not go unvisited. So, uh, well, we're not going to talk about weather. <laughs> we're going to talk about other things. You're a, you're a confidence coach, you're a mindset coach for men. And these things are so incredibly in my own journal, our journey, uh, confidence was a big issue, especially right before I kind of started brotherhood of fatherhood, that was kind of the, the, the last thing that I really had to work on, like really dig in and work on when I'd walk into a room with what I thought were other successful men, I would just shrivel. I would become, you know, the size of a dime, just like, just, I don't know what happened to me, but I'd lose all control of like my self-confidence and just felt like I didn't mean any, anything to anybody, or I didn't have anything to offer. And I really had to do a massive amount of work. And that work is mindset work usually. And I've come a long way and I've realized that those were all self-imposed things. So I definitely want to talk about that. But first, I kind of want to find out like, why the heck are you doing this confidence and mindset coaching? What led you to this place where you're like, I need to help other men? Yeah. And it's, it's a fantastic question for me. Well, I'll give you a little bit of background of me. I, 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 Dropped in and out of jobs. I was I was okay in school, but I was never I never had confidence in myself. I would say that I would always want to do. I'd always want to strive for more, but I wouldn't be able to necessarily achieve what I wanted to achieve. So I wanted to go to university. Didn't quite do it. I wanted to go to sixth form before that, which was like college. Mm. I, I didn't get to do that. I wanted to do so many things. Had those kind of visions, but didn't have the mindset to carry it through. So that was a really big thing for me. And then I just found a job. Uh, well, I was offered a job in funeral directing so in the in the UK, which is undertaking. I don't know what you call it in the in the US there. Um, and it and I was in that role for about seven to eight years, and wow. it kind of molded me. Yeah, into I started very in in a in a low position, uh, just doing operative work, and then I worked my way up into a general manager role. And it was challenging. It was enlightening. It developed a lot of skills within me, but it was also very, very tough mentally to have to deal with those things day in, day out. So I learned a lot about myself that way. And I just I just found that in that moment, I always kind of knew, I suppose, just had a real passion for helping people, for, for listening, for asking questions so they get the best out of themselves and, and find out what it is that they really want. And you need that when you're in that world. Um, and then I just went through, I went through a, a pretty tough time of experiencing anxiety. And the word I use is, and a lot of people use it, is, is crippling. It was a crippling anxiety. And what it was for me, and it's different for everyone, it manifests it, itself quite physically for me. And I needed this, this deep breath in order to feel comfortable. And if I couldn't get that deep breath, I'd start to create anxiety. I start to go in a bit of a panic mode until I got that breath and then I calm. But the, what what happened is you're breathing all the time, right? So I was every, probably I say every 10, 20 minutes, I would have to, to feel like I needed to take this deep breath. It would affect my exercise. It would affect me in pretty much everything I did. And I put up with it. I thought I'm just a, at that point, I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing. Uh, I didn't know if I could speak to anyone. Typical man thing, I would say. I just kept it to myself. The weight just got heavier and heavier and heavier. And then 
I kind of just hit this moment of just maximum pain. and I didn't feel like I could do it anymore. And I just had this moment of, wow, okay, you've got to do something. And I just dived into personal development because it was that or, you know, who knows? So I just thought I'm going to put all my effort into this. And that's where I used everything else I had with my emotional intelligence that I gained, my experience from helping people, my passion for helping people, and then my own experience. And it fascinated me. And mm-hmm. I, there's, there's three things that I learned from it. When I apply energy, when I get fascinated and I have some structure, things change. And that's what changed for me. I applied so much energy into personal development and into understanding who I was as a man. I understood, I got fascinated with the subject. And when you were fascinated with something, you just, just go all in. And I created this structure that really helped me come out of the hole I was in. And then that therefore helped me, give me a, gave me a kind of a skeleton structure to be able to help other men do the same. That's really good. Like I, this whole, like that three, that three is really cool. One of the things I was going to ask you was, you know, this high level or this, this crippling, if you will, anxiety, because when you talk about having to kind of stop and breathe and and do these things multiple times per hour, that's pretty crippling. And a lot of people would uh, turn to medication. Is that something you explored or did you see somebody for it? Let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. No, I didn't. I didn't get med- I didn't have any medication. Um, why didn't I? I mean, it's a, it's a very, very good question. It wasn't, I didn't feel like I wanted to, for some reason, it wasn't something that I felt like I wanted to do. I needed it, I would say. But even at that time, and that was, I mean, it was a good, well, I was in my early 20s, now I'm 33. So at that point, in nowadays especially in the uk i don't know what it's like fully in the, in the us but in the uk at that time this wasn't talked about um it, it, it wasn't as well known so what i was going through i didn't know it was anxiety at the time i didn't know what it was all i knew that i was feeling this 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 feeling i hadn't i didn't have a clue so i pushed on i pushed on and pushed on um and I, I i did i went to the doctors a few times to find out what it was it didn't really have an answer for me um so no i didn't take any medication Hey guys, this is Scott. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, but I did want to interrupt for just a second because I am super passionate about a new tool that I've found and been using for the last month or so. And if you're like me, the thought of writing copy puts me into cold sweats, but we all know that writing blogs, social media posts, web copy ads, and more are part of life and can make a considerable impact on moving the needle to success in your business or job. We all know how difficult it can be to wrangle ideas, action words, and details, not to mention time constraints. Fear not. I have found a solution that allow, will allow you to easily crank out stunning copy in minutes. It's Jarvis, guys. It's probably hit your social media feed and you think it's too good to be true, but it is not. Jarvis is the latest artificial intelligence technology that will help you create content at lightning speed with little effort on your part or hefty fees for writers. You fill in two easy steps and it'll lay out descriptive paragraphs, both short and long form articles, bullet lists, social media posts, blog posts, ad copy, SEO copy, Google ad copy. It gets super detailed. There are tons of templates to choose from. It's totally up to you. It's two steps and it blows me away every time I use it. In fact, it just keeps getting better and better. So if you're like me, the thought and thought it was too good to be true, trust me, this product kicks ass. I literally use it 
every single day for per personal and professional use. Just go try it for free and use my link. Uh, and it's in the show notes. I'm not going to read it to you because it's crazy, but go to the show notes, click on the link, sign up for your free trial. You will never look back. And this is a great way to support this podcast. Super simple for you, for your business, send it to your boss, send it to your friends. It will revolutionize workflow. The link is in the podcast notes. And if you want to support the brotherhood of fatherhood, this is a great way. Well, that's, that's incredible because I think a lot of people, of course, culturally that is different would, would run to medication. It's a quick fix. It's, you know, there's some, um, maybe some synapses not hitting or some blocking of some of those, those passages in your brain, those neural pathways. And, um, and of course, you know, medication, like basically builds bridges, open bridges, open roads, allows those connections. I had experience where I was experiencing anxiety. Uh, and the answer was just my, my doctor's like, Hey, take this. And <clears throat> I did that for 13 years without even thinking, like not even thinking about it. And I, I wasn't at a place in my life where I had the tools to look at it from a perspective of maybe this is something I actually can control. And it took me those 13 years to be like, wait a minute, what, why am I doing this? And what is, and then start to look at like, what's the reason behind this anxiety? What are some of the things that are controllable? And I was able to get off of it. And those are really hard to get off. It took a long time. But um, what I found, and I see behind you, uh, if anybody like zooms in on you, uh, Wim Hof, I see, um, you know, some of and you talk about breathing. Yeah. And uh, I've learned some breathing experiences that or practices that have made a ridiculous difference in my life where even at a hint of like stress or frustration, I literally have little cues on my desk. And if I stop and do that, it's literally, it's just like I shut the door to it because completely shut the door to it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess I share that thinking. I think it's a blessing that you didn't go on medications, quite honestly. You said you needed them, but I think it's a blessing because how would you know how to, you've worked through this and gotten to this point? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can't, I have no experience of that. I know that pe people are on medication and absolutely if you need it and you want to take it and it's fantastic for me I, I, the, the reason we do things right is pain and pleasure uh, and i experience so much pain that for me anyway i mean for other people they, they have a different perspective on it their pain could be completely different to my pain but for me that was enough to really just kick me up the ass and, and get me going and doing what i needed to do and i did similar to you i started to tap into my mind and think okay what am i thinking right now because i just had zero awareness of my thoughts i had zero awareness no consciousness at all i'd just let things happen to me in life and then i started to ask the right kind of questions and it's something that's really really powerful for me and for the guys that i work with it's, it's the questions that we ask is why am i feeling like this you know what's the point in me even trying they're not powerful questions they're not empowering you to do anything the questions you should be asking are what can i do in this moment to help me mm. okay your mind like commands, it's a tool, right? It's going to go, okay, well, what can I do? You should start looking around. Well, you could do that. That could help. And then you you start doing these things. Gradually, you start to tap into that that part of you that is not suffering from anxiety. And that was that was the big thing for me. And, and the thing I used to say to myself when I started to become aware was, I'm not confident, never have been. Mm. And that, well, 
was I ever going to feel confident? Absolutely not. Uh, I wasn't going to take the steps necessary to feel confident in whatever area of my life I wanted to be. But once I raised my awareness, I was like, wow, okay, that's not helping me. That's not serving me. And then I started to change it. Well, can I reflect on times that I have felt confident? Well, yeah, you know, there's, there's been a time when I've played sport and I'm feeling confident in my abilities and my skill set and at work. You know, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm doing. I'm good at what I do. I make a difference. So then you start to say, well, I have been confident. So therefore, I can probably be feel confident moving forward if I just do the necessary steps. And that just changes your whole viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that just that association with, you know, in these circumstances, I feel this way. What's different now? And why is that a big deal? <laughs> I mean, I, I really had to look at the like when I walk into a room of other people who I see as more successful as me, why, what, what, what part of shrinking down and, and kind of hiding in a corner is serving me? Like none of it's serving. There's no cert. And do they really even notice me? Well, they're, they're definitely going to not, or notice me in a negative way that way when it, and how would changing my mindset or my outlook of how I am received in this place change my outcome. And what I've learned is the way that I present actually can either be a hindrance to me or it can help me grow because these people are maybe very successful. Therefore, they're amazing people to network with, amazing people to learn from. And they're not seeing me as a as a, a distractor or or a or a little a littling. They're they're seeing me as just another human. And so I had to reframe a lot. It took a lot of work, but something you 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 said, which I think is a really good formula. I've noticed that when you when you put out content, there's a lot of it's almost formulaic. There's hey these things, here's some steps, and I really like that because I think we have all of these big um, things we're tra- we're trying to tackle, and they're ethereal. They're just kind of floating out there, and they seem like is there is there a solution? Is there a a formula I can follow? And you just pretty much gave me a, a, for, a formula. It gave us a formula, which I it's to supply energy. Um, become fascinated with the subject and then create a structure. How did you develop kind of that? And is that how you tack everything that you kind of see as needing to improve in your life? Yeah, for sure. It comes from experience, right? If we are fascinated with something, we pile all our energy into it. And then we put energy into it and you have something to follow, you have this kind of structure you build, then results happen. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's very simple. It's not always easy, but it is simple. And it's something that I apply, I apply into my, my life every, every single day. If, if I'm looking to, so for example, if I want to learn, I'm trying to develop more marketing and really dive into that. If I want to develop um, Facebook, I've got to Facebook adverts, for example, I've got to try and find a way to create interest within me so I can become a little bit more fascinated by the subject. And they're like, oh, okay. That, that does, that's quite interesting. Ah, okay. And then I start to apply more energy to it. And then I create a structure, whether it's from research that I've done externally, whether it's someone that I talk to, whether it's a structure that I create for myself personally. And guess what? Stuff happens. I learn, I grow, I become more competent and I feel confident in whatever, I, whatever I'm doing. So yeah, I apply it and, and my clients apply it as well. It's, it's a very simple process. Easy, no, but definitely doable for sure. But something actually, when you mentioned you mentioned earlier that you have some some cues on your desk to remind you just to kind of breathe and do what's necessary. There's something that um, that I, I, I created and I, I come across. I think it's probably called something different somewhere else, but I call it the circle of change. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially what that is, is that if we're feeling low in confidence in a certain situation or experience, 
when we want to feel more confident in that moment, we're feeling low, not feeling strong. We're maybe sweating. We're starting to feel a bit stressed, go a bit red, uh, whatever it could be, whatever it is for anyone. In that moment, thinking on the spot, what do I need to do here to feel more confident? What can I do to help me? Is really, really difficult because you're going from, you're from zero, you've gone up to 100. And thinking clearly in that moment is really, really hard. But if you can do something like the circle of change before, at times when you're at that relaxed, in that relaxed mode, at that zero, and you start to think of the things that help you feel confident in, a, in that moment, and you have it maybe a screenshot on your phone or you have a bit of paper. And when you're in that up the top and you're thinking, oh, what can I do? You don't have to think on the spot. You just look at this thing that you've created in advance and go, okay, I know that that helps me. I'm going to start doing that. I know that breathing helps me. I'm going to do that right now. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. 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 Those, yeah. Those tactical things like that you can, there's a lot of intentionality in that. And what I've noticed with a lot of people is that they won't apply intentionality unless they have an accountability and you know a coach or someone who's really kind of following through with them. Some people are innately wired to do things like you you have created this on your own. You kind of helped yourself through this. It's very unique. Uh, most people will need someone to say, here's the structure and I'm going to make sure you do it, but it works. Like this, this whole breathing structure, I didn't come up with it. I listened to a podcast and I'm like, oh, that's really good. And then I did a little more research and found out there was an app and then I went through, you know, like five days of this training. And now I have this structure that I'd done other breathing before, but this one for me was the thing I needed. It literally shuts off that part of the brain that stresses. And it's like, for me at least. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden I do it. It takes me a minute when it's really bad. I'm done. I'm like, now I can objectively attack what's going on without being oh, that feeling of overwhelm or that anxiety that comes in. Um, let's talk about you know, your experience in coaching men. This confidence thing, what are some markers or some things that you see as... Um, let's, talk about, let's, let's just talk about confidence. What, what does it mean for a man to not be confident? For not, for not to be confident. Yeah. Or confident. Either yeah. way, I want people to... I, what I want to do is I want the listeners to see if they identify themselves as, you know, some, someone who maybe isn't confident because a lot of times we disassociate or we, we rename something like, and we don't realize that it's a confidence issue. And that was me. I was like, uh, you know, all these guys in this room are jerks. I was, I was like playing this own reel in my head. And then when I really unwrapped it, it's like, wow, I'm just not confident. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what are some yeah. things that you would, you would identify as like, like cues that maybe you need some work in this area? Yeah, so there's a, there's a few main ones. And that the first one, I would say, is shying away from doing the things that you really want to do. So it's that I really want to do that, but I'm going to go and do that instead. It's a form of procrastination, really. But I like to think of it as it's you're shying away. You're not doing the something that you really want to do. And, you know, as men, we have the ability to go and get what we want if we apply ourselves. So actually, that's really a big one for me when I speak to clients. They go, I'd like to do this. Well, why aren't you doing it? Well, okay, cool. Right, that's somewhere that's a lack of confidence because if you had confidence in yourself that you can deal with it and you can achieve what you want to achieve, you can deal with the the, the failures potentially, and you can you can enjoy the success. Then you're going to put yourself out. And you're not going to shy away from it. So that's one thing. Um, the other the other thing is is well, for, for a lot of guys, I say it's, it's procrastination, but a lot of the guys is is just not 
taking action. It's this inaction. It's this self-doubt. This getting in your head and overthinking too much. This is a real sign of, of a lack of confidence for me. Yeah. Yeah. So when men come to you, what do they express as some of their biggest problems? I mean, you, you talk about mindset and you talk about confidence, but what really is the biggest problem you're seeing? Most common men. Yeah. It's always underlying is their ability to handle the thoughts, their thoughts in their mind. It's that lack of awareness, that lack of consciousness. And, and sometimes the guys, they won't feel like they have a lack of awareness. But when I'm listening to them, I, I will listen and I will try and encourage them to talk for a good, well, for a, a reasonable amount of time. But when they're talking to me, I'm listening. And they might say things like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. And the following sentence will be a limiting statement that they've said to themselves. And I'll, I'll jot it down and I'll, I'll call them out on it because the, we don't necessarily hear it ourselves because we haven't got the awareness to catch it. And when we do that, when we create that consciousness, it's incredible the changes you can make. And that is most of the time, that's the first thing that I do, whether someone has has a lot of experience in, in personal development and uh, do, dealing with their mindset, we will tackle that to start with because there's always, always work to do. It, they, it's, it's kind of contradictory sometimes. Yeah, I'm really good, but, and, and they won't necessarily hear that. So I would say underlying always consciousness. Isn't it amazing the lack of self-awareness that we tend to have? Like even when I'm cog cognitively and um, like really working through something, like I'm, I have intentional action, I'm working, I want to make sure my language reflects you know, a positive nature. And I went through a lot of language things and trying to learn to reframe. And I just used one of the words trying like this, this trying or, or, you know, I, I'm not good at, that was one of my things like, you know, marketing is really tough and I've never been good at it. What I've, what I have been working on that a lot, but then I have this business partner, Josh. And when I talk to him, he's like, I have to disagree with you. <laughs> he does that with me all the time. Like, oh man, what is he going to disagree with me? You said you're not good at, how about we say, I'm still learning or, and he catches me in those. So it's almost like having an internal coach he catches me with it all the time. And then I find myself catching other, other people in it. And that's where the real awareness comes. When we have somebody with that mirror, it's not just us looking, it's, it's them mirroring for us. Hey, this is what you're doing. This is how you're projecting. This is what you're saying. So that's where a coach, like very intentional work on that is a, is a massive thing. Cause even when you're in the midst of learning it and you're practicing it and you're really dialed in on it. I still did it all the time. I still do it all the time. And it's damaging. Yeah, it, it, can, it can really be because our, those stories that we create, these thoughts that we have, they create our reality. Ultimately, mm -hmm. especially if we don't, we don't have the awareness to catch them. If we don't have the awareness to just catch that, that thought that we thought was just something passing by, but it lingers. And then we start to repeat that unconsciously, then it becomes something we start to believe. Uh, and we, do, we want beliefs and we want stories that are going to serve us. We don't want stories that are going to limit us and stop us from taking action. And it's something I have to do every single day. It's not, it's not an area of my life I, have, I can just take my foot off the pedal. If I take my foot off the pedal, guess what? Those thoughts start creeping back in. And these experiences take shape and I need to stay on it. I need to keep on top of those thoughts, those stories, those beliefs that I have and make sure that I am going to be in the best possible possible position to go ahead and get what I want. Um, so yeah, it's just challenging, but it's necessary, necessary. And we've got to take responsibility. And this is where I, I talk about awareness, but also not just having awareness, because if you are just aware, it can feel pretty crap. 
right? If I, for example, this, I, I mentioned this fairly recently in a post I did, but I was, I caught myself and I said, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I'm stupid. Oh God, I'm stupid. And I said it a couple of times. I had to really rein it in and go, well, actually, no, no, I'm, I'm not stupid because this, this, and this, I gave myself examples of past experiences. It's a learning curve. I'm growing, I'm developing. Yes, I might find challenges, but I'm going to go ahead and succeed at this. Now, because I did that, I was able to, to move forward. But if I just had an awareness of the words that I was saying, I'm just aware that I'm stupid, right? It's just an awareness of a struggle that I've got, an awareness of a challenge that I've got, an awareness of a lack of confidence or an anxiety that I have. But if you take responsibility by having that awareness and you take action, then changes will happen. You've got to take responsibility though. There's no point in just having that awareness because like I said, you're just aware. So it's about understanding it's important but then doing something with it. Otherwise nothing will happen. That's really good. Cause I think a lot of people think awareness is where you meet your success, right? Like, mm. and, and it's, and it's just the starting point. Like you have to be aware to put in action, but just being aware is not going to serve you. What, what tools have you, what other tools do you implement with your men? I mean, you have the Wim Hof book back there. So you might, I'm thinking you've, you've read and studied up on breathing and maybe like cold exposure. And I'm not sure if you, how you feel about all of those, but what are some other things that you really, really work with men? Yeah. So I have a, I do Wim Hof breathing and I do, I have a cold shower every day. I haven't got the, um, the, the bucket outside yet or the bath outside. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm building up to it. I mean, I've been doing cold showers for a long time. Uh, it must be probably a year and a half now. Uh, and I, if I don't have a cold shower, it, it I, well, I wouldn't not have a cold shower now, put it that way. It's a weird love hate relationship. I don't want to, but if I don't, I know that I'll, uh, I'll regret it. Um, yeah, so like I said, I've got this kind of skeleton structure based upon what I know has helped me in the past. That was where it developed from, and it's just evolved as I've gone forward helping other guys. The first thing, like I say, is, is awareness. It's having the ability to then not just have that awareness, but take responsibility and, and change the way that you, you're thinking and, and start to challenge those thoughts. Because if you can, if you can control if you can manage your thoughts you can control your emotions and then you take better action steps so it's about for me it's about giving them a process again coming back to those processes to be able to catch those thoughts yes but then change them into something that's true and is serving them um and that's that's fundamental and that what i would say the first thing if anyone is listening and they want to they're aware of their thoughts but maybe they haven't quite got a process you've got to find one that works for you and that sometimes takes time and talking to certain people but there's this one question that is incredibly powerful. If you're starting to challenge these thoughts that aren't serving you and giving you a lack of confidence or a troubled mindset, and that is, is this true? Is this thought true? Because if it's not, then it doesn't need to be running around our mind. It's such a simple question, but it's so, so powerful. So for me, one of the processes that I follow with my, with my guys, with the guys that I coach is trying to find some questions that they find powerful for themselves and they're going to trigger this response to, okay, I need to change my thought pattern here. Yeah. I've done that with, uh, I've, I've made the question, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> like yeah. literally. And, and I think it's, it's actually, there's a concept called down arrow. I didn't know the name of it, but I, I did it where I find a lot of power in writing. And so, okay. Um, oh my gosh, what happens if I lose this customer? And then it's, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I kind of go through the whole process and it's like, it's no big deal. By the time I get done with the process and like, I write out all the steps of the things that can happen. I'm like, well, I didn't die. <laughs> like I didn't die. I didn't lose my business. Um, 
there's other people out there. This is really no big deal. It helped me reframe. So I really like those. Is this true? Or finding that question that really helps you kind of uh, like refocus and understand uh, like what's going on. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One other thing that I, I do is, is something I call mindful breathing, um, where a lot of the time we're told to meditate and be mindful and be present. And it's right. We should be mindful. We should be present and we should practice meditation. But it's not always possible for a lot of the guys that I speak to. They're busy. They're busy men. They, they're trying to, they're dads, they're running a business. They are you know, professional men. We've got a lot to do. So saying I need you to meditate for 10 minutes is, well, sometimes it's just this overwhelm starts to creep in, procrastination, and nothing nothing takes shape. But mindful breathing, is, it takes about 20 seconds. And you can do it two or three times a day if you want, but at least once a day. And essentially all it is, is you place your hand on your, your stomach or your chest, wherever you breathe from, and you go for a count of 10. But all you're doing is you're concentrating on the movement of your breath. And it's the same as meditation, but you're just doing it in short snippets. So I put, I, for me, I place my hand on my, on my, on my stomach because that's where I breathe from. And I'm just following the rhythm of my breath naturally for a count of 10. But in is one, out is two. It takes 20 seconds. Now, men, people can do 20 seconds. And if they can't, they're telling you a lie. So, but it's just something really, really simple to start incorporating into your day. And I get my clients to say, we do it together quickly. And they go, how did I say, how does it feel? And they go, well, yeah, it felt really nice. Go, Let's do that once or twice. Say, how do you feel about it? I say, yeah, sounds great. I say, how are you going to make sure that you do this? You go, well, I could set an alarm on my phone. You go, great, let's do it now. So they're actioning it right there. They're taking a very tiny action step in that moment to accelerate the chances of them doing that. And it makes it's incredible the amount of difference that that makes because we're so practiced in distraction because we've got so many things going on. We've got Facebook apps, we've got Instagram pop-ups, we've got adverts, we've got family life, we've got work, all of these distractions, and we're practiced in it. We we choose to acknowledge those distractions whereas what we're trying to do is very gradually how can we be present how can we be mindful how can we be focused if we don't practice focus and concentration so just by implementing something like mindful breathing once or twice or three times a day we're starting to practice that concentration which help us which helps us step out of the distraction and into mindfulness yeah and that mindfulness at least from my my perspective is almost like a restart like you just it's it's setting you back to and I think by putting that intentionally in, in multiple times of your day, you're you're literally like you don't know where you're going to be at some time, and a lot of times we're not aware. And so that that like <clears throat> that time when you're not aware but you need it, you know. And and so how often do you suggest someone do that if they if they're wanting to practice that? Three times a day. So one in the morning, one at lunchtime, and then one before go to bed or whenever they whenever they can. But it's got to be specific to them. They've mm -hmm. got to find times in their day that they can do it, but they can do 20 seconds. It depends on how fast you breathe. If you breathe quite quick, you'll be done in 10. Um, so it's it's but it it really does have an impact. And I, I definitely challenge any guy out there to start to implement it. Put reminders in your phone, the alarm will go off, stop whatever you're doing, as long as you're not driving or doing something dangerous. Um, and just just go for it and focus on your breath. You're just bringing your mind and body back together just for that short space of time. When often your mind is thinking about everything you've got to do and your body's doing something different. So just reconnecting those for a short space of time just has a profound impact from my experience and from the, from the experience of the guys that I coach. This episode is brought to you by the men of Alpha Hippie. 
Alpha Hippie is the premier men's coaching company, helping the men of Brotherhood of Fatherhood step up and be the change they want for themselves and their families. Alpha Hippie is for any man who feels like he's struggling to take action in his life or like he's burned a few too many bridges on his rise to the top. If you're the type of guy who spends all his time reading self-help books, trying to meditate, or consuming endless self-improvement YouTube videos, but nothing is quite landing like you think it should, then Alpha Hippie is for you. If you feel stressed, depressed, stuck, lost, or like you're not living up to your full potential, then Alpha Hippie is the answer for you. In the Alpha Hippie program, you will destroy your limiting beliefs, regain control of your life, and start to live with inspiration and motivation. Alpha Hippie is not one of those sign up and forget about it programs. We all know about those. It's not just watching a bunch of videos from a 20-year-old life coach. It's a program built by men for men who are ready to make a change and delivered by men who've gone through this themselves. That is very important. We have lived in the trenches and understand what it takes to rise up and craft a life worth living. If you're ready to stop making excuses and invest for yourself, then head over to brotherhoodfatherhood.com slash alpha. Again, that's www.brotherhoodfatherhood.com slash alpha. Yeah, and I, I would I would say the same thing. It's it's very impactful. And I talk to many, many people who say you need to be doing this. <laughs> but I try, I'll, I'll tell you, I've tried it on my own. I tried, someone said, you just need, just do Wim Hof breathing or, and, and, you know, I plugged it in the app or just do this. But without really understanding almost, there's almost another psychological connection. There's a physiological thing that happens, but there also needs to be an understanding of why I'm doing it. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like I had this, uh, this, this will solve it with real, without knowing. And it's really easy to quit something when you don't understand it. At a deeper level yeah it's the knowing and the know-how mm -hmm. uh, it's important you don't just want to know how you want to know why um and it's quite powerful that so why do you think there's a issue with confidence in men what, what in men in general because that's who you serve why do you think that that's a that's a a big deal yeah so it's a really tough question to ask because you know we're yes we're men but we're all so so different i think it's at the moment there's a lot of potential is because i i've been contacted by a fair few guys that, that reach out to me and then just by email and i'll email back and say yeah great let's 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 do this let's have a let's have a call just to see if we're we're a good fit and whether we want to move forward and i don't hear anything and i think that at the moment the lack of confidence is coming from a conflict in whether or not they should seek help and just just guidance in any way not necessarily help for a terrible terrible issue they've got but just to be vulnerable and open and talk about some challenges that they've got and not doing it because in this in the world that we live in at the moment it's men be vulnerable men be open you know talk about the way you feel how how many years has it been of man up and move on and you can do it without any help it's been years and years and years so trying something different is challenging and it can bring a lack of confidence because you go like i said these guys oh yeah this is my struggle this is my challenge i'm low in confidence i'm procrastinating a lot i'm not feeling good in myself i'm doubting my abilities and I'm, I'm all of a sudden i was confident in meetings and now i'm not and i go great i can help you i can help you and then they go oh oh this is uncomfortable mm -hmm. i haven't done this before I'm just going to pull back and there's that lack of confidence lack of confidence in themselves and i think it's probably just a bit of a conflict because of the 
the amount of times that they're probably hearing be vulnerable and open and and this is positive and you should be but not know how to deal with that yeah yeah i mean and then you can wrap you can wrap your hiding in the in the cloak of stoicism right i'm just i'm really stoic well i think there's an, a beautiful benefit to having a stoic approach to a lot of things it, it takes the it takes you out of the emotional long enough to approach it from you know a more pragmatic position but it I, do you don't you feel like it's been kind of like some something men have kind of held hid behind is like this cloak of like i'm a real man i don't i don't respond to this stuff yeah for sure i do and i was and that's how i can relate and other men will think differently but i i was i was in the way i was brought up it's just you know this is the way that that it is um being a boy and, and being a man and and then and until i actually was open with myself not just externally but with myself and say this is these i'm going for example right with my anxiety and my low confidence i would brush i would read a book and any word that we related to confidence low confidence or anxiety i wouldn't even read i wasn't i wasn't willing to admit to myself and be vulnerable with myself that i was experiencing this problem i was just having the pain of it and until i and then i made a conscious effort to go i'm reading this word i'm reading this word i'm reading this statement and i went looking for it but it, I did have to be open with myself and say, you are suffering, you are struggling, you need to look into this and do something about it now. Uh, otherwise, what's, you know, what could happen? And then I started to open up to the people around me and things changed. And I'm an I'm example of that. Other guys might not agree with me, and that's okay. But for me, I have experienced the pleasure and the benefit of being more open and vulnerable. And I'm not saying go out and knock on the neighbor's door and say, you know what, I'm going through some stuff. You don't need to do that. There's people close to you that you may feel like you want to, and it is, it's challenging, but start small. Start so small if you need to. Talk to a friend and go, you know what? Yeah, it was a rough day at work. Um, and see what happens because nowadays, and you know, we're men, we're, we are fantastic with each other. It's that community. You know, you've got a community of men and you just rally around and you want to support each other. I think the more that that happens, the better. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, a in your own life, where have you seen this work, this, this mindset work really, and, and work in your own confidence, where have you seen that as, as fruit in your life? My business, a hundred percent. Um, even when I first started my business of, of helping men, um, with confidence and mindset, I still needed work on my confidence and my mindset and i still do now i still have to to work on it but because what i'm doing is what happens is is you start to build and grow and then in order to continue to grow you need to take yourself out of your comfort zone more and then increase your confidence even more and take more action um but yeah i'd say my business and also if i'm honest being a dad being a parent it's well it is alongside business it's the hardest thing that i've ever had to do and yeah, it's, it's, it's so hugely rewarding, but also you have to always check in with yourself because my natural instinct is sometimes to go, don't do that. Um, this isn't right and so on, but it should be, let's just check in. Just what am I saying? Am I saying in a positive way? Because I don't, I want my little girl to have opportunities that potentially I didn't have when I was growing up. I want her to feel respected and loved and it's bloody hard yeah it's really hard yeah. 
yeah. Really hard. Marriage has it in has it or or relationships has it changed your relationship with your partner? Yeah, for sure. I mean, in a, I wouldn't say it's changed massively. She's always been there for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I was as totally open with her as I could have been when I was when I was suffering. Um, but now, yeah, having having this level of confidence it rubs off right everyone around you starts to go oh, well, you know what, what what does that work oh okay oh that's interesting how do i go about doing that and then other people start to feel the benefits of it as well so yeah every in my life it definitely has a benefit of me working on myself and my confidence yeah right on well i love this i love this stuff i could talk about it all day i think it's the number one thing that men need to dive into quite frankly i think hey i'm angry or hey i'm not confident or I need a new job or I, I, my business is failing. The first answer is work on your mindset, get a coach for mindset. Like, well, that don't, that's not going to fix my business. Uh, hell yeah, it will. <laughs> it, it's yeah. Awesome. And you said it, you said that was a big deal is a big, the biggest change was your business. And like, look, let's not, don't deny the fact that as a man, uh, most of us have this innate desire to financially provide. And, you know, sometimes good isn't good enough, which is a whole nother topic. But, but if you want to improve your business, if you want to improve in your career, if you want to move up in the chain or whatever the thing is, I think confidence and mindset are our job number one. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent agree. And, it, and it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because a lot of people will, will bypass that. They will bypass it. And it's i won't this is the one thing that i will not bypass uh, but that's because of the experience that i've got and that's not just because i'm a coach that helps guys with the confidence and mindset it's because i know that it works i see it every single day and it's just about opening your mind to that opportunity because if you are confident in yourself and you run a business what's one way potentially to accelerate your business it's to go on social media and what's another really good way of accelerating your business on social media to so do a video and what's one thing you need in order to do video confidence uh, yeah and an understanding that actually it might not be exactly how you want it to be and being able to deal with that being able to deal with that frustration and overwhelm and self-doubt and limiting thoughts how do i deal with it what can i do to move forward how can i take more action how can they get better? You know, these are the things that we need to understand about ourselves. And the stronger the mindset, the better the increase in confidence, the better. And then it's just key. One thing I will say for, for people, if have, they do have a business and they're not sure of what to do next with their, if they want to put video out or whatever it might be for their business, there's this one quote that I love. And it's, if I don't look back in six months' time and cringe, I haven't progressed quick enough. Mm -hmm. So you want to look back. I look at the stuff that I've done you know before i started the, the business or just as i started the business and i i cringe and that's good for me i'm like great i've progressed yeah yeah it's the it's that same it's looking at where i've been and what i've what i've done rather than where i want to be it's that that refocus because we always need to have a goal in, in ahead of us but um <clears throat> yeah i mean i've i've interviewed at least 50 to 75 coaches so this is no you know no new thing to me and no matter what their their topic is or their specialty is, the good ones start with mindset work. And so it almost feels like if your coach is a mindset coach, 
you're going to improve your nutrition. You're going to improve your relationships. You're going to improve your business. You're going to improve all the different elements out there. And yeah, maybe you need specific mindset work around a specific thing, but it's just such, I kind of hate to use the term, but it's a life hack. It's the, it's the, it's a huge life hack. There's just a couple of them out there that I really believe in and mindset is among the top. So I really appreciate what you're doing. You have a free book. Um, so if anybody's even kind of dabbling in an idea of like, I could use some help, that's a great place to start, I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yes. It's the five steps to overcoming your negative thoughts. So if you've got those negative thoughts, whether you feel they're slightly negative or extremely negative, having these steps will, will definitely help. And I've also just created another one, which um, oh, if if anyone wants it, they can obviously reach out to you or to me and I'm more than happy to send the link. Um, but it's the five minute uh, daily practice for confidence. It's just right. five things in there, which will, which will help. Still I'm just about to finish it and then it will be all, all ready. So that they can plug into your website or catch you on Instagram, LinkedIn. They'll be able to find that, I'm sure. All of those yeah. will be in the show notes. So they can literally go and should be on the 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 YouTube video as well. Just look at the notes and follow the links. They're all there. Um, man, I, I really appreciate your insight. I learned a lot today and I, that's a, that's the mark of a great conversation. It's when we go away and we can take something new and I really appreciate it. I think you've, um, you brought a, a ton of value and I hope that, uh, you know, I hope you keep doing what you're doing, Scott. It's been, it's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Without, there, are, there aren't, isn't a day that doesn't go by without a challenge. You know, it's just the whole part of business and growing and being a parent and being a being a man. Um, but hey, you know, I like a challenge. And there's again, this other quote: "Problems are a sign of life, and I want to live, so I've got to take those problems on." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a I got a favorite quote when it comes to business. Whenever I feel like uh, problems keep coming out of me, it's like, "Hey, the bigger your problems, the bigger your paycheck." And that really is, you know, it's like, you're not going to have a thriving business unless you, you're running up against things. And, and then it's also like, see those problems as, okay, good. I have an opportunity. This is an opportunity. So those are really good, really good quotes. I love both the quotes you, you brought to the table today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, just a ton of value. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's, it's uh, man, a top recommendation for me from me that you should go do some mindset work, uh, get a, get a coach. Scott's obviously amazing. I searched him out and reached out to him because I I loved his content. Go follow him on Instagram. Um, it's, uh, further coaching, I believe is the, the Instagram handle. It's, it's incredible. So thanks again, have an amazing day and don't forget to join our Facebook group. Go join our email list, brotherhoodfatherhood.com slash events. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, your family, and follow us on social media. If you are a father, make sure you join our Facebook group, the Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more podcasts from the Brotherhood of Fatherhood.